0: Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the PHNX Rising Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget to leave us five-star review. My name is Ramon Chavez. I'm super happy to be here. And alongside me today is my partner, Owen Evans. How are you doing, sir? I wish I could just...
1: It feels like this whole week, I'm just like living out of a suitcase. It's weird. Like I got home yesterday. I unpacked i've literally just been packing again (laughs) like i'm gonna hit sky harbor three times in three days which is stupid
0: (laughs) hey Uh. sky harbor is a pretty good airport compared to the other ones around the country so but not 10 o'clock at night is it like very yeah no (laughs) for sure hey but you know we're glad you're able to go to these games and and cover rising for us So, really appreciate that owen Uh, i do want to shout out to all the viewers right now uh thomas uh Emilio Michael thank you so much for joining us today we always appreciate you uh and yeah keep the comments going if you have any thoughts on, on about on about what we're going to talk about today definitely let us know we're always happy to, to see what you have to say uh we have a great show for you today of course we'll be talking about Saturday's match against Hartford Athletic um how the team is looking uh ahead of that match and then we're going to take a look around the USL some US Open Cup results from last night as well Owen so uh so um uh, want to get your opinions on that and also of course we can't forget about the rest of the world which is uh having a pretty big day on saturday with the champions league final between real madrid and liverpool so we're going to talk about all that so before we do though owen of course we got to touch on what happened on tuesday at new mexico uh seven uh yeah not not a not a good do result we,
1: do we Go have ahead. to do we really have to
0: little bit just for some context on what's going on this weekend so uh you were over there you got to see it you got to see the the post game after we wrapped up as well so what's the feeling in the club how, how's everybody feeling after that match and and you know how, how are you feeling after having to to, uh, to experience all of that uh i think it's a weird one because it's normally
1: we come off of a game and, and you kind of have lessons for where do we take it from here what happens next mm-hmm. And this just feels so disjointed from everything because of the circumstances, you know. It's it, they, there are no real lessons to be learned from that game per se. You know what it was effectively is a bunch of kids that you know and rising reserve players that that shouldn't have been put in that position. And and now it feels like we're going to have an entirely different squad coming into this next game. Uh, you know, lots of people who. We haven't necessarily even seen for a few weeks uh, who appear to, be, appear to be coming back based on posts from the club. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, well, Tuesday was just such a strange one. And I don't think that we will really see a game quite like that. Or I hope at least we're not going to see a game quite like that happening
0: again. Yeah, no, I definitely do hope so. Uh, yeah, because that was not fun to watch and to talk about after. So, And Bonnie, we won't to talk too much about it, but one silver lining of what happened on Tuesday was the fact that we were able to see some of the Academy kids play and de- they debut in their first professional game. And uh, Owen, oh, you were actually able to speak to Rick after the game, and he had some thoughts uh, regarding the kids that were able to play on Tuesday against New Mexico. Well, listen, I thought a couple of them actually did really well, and, and I'm excited about that. I, I know that... I want to say five or six of them have graduation in two days. And, um, you know, I, I said, what an awesome experience. You know, you got to travel with one of them coming off. I gave him a hug and he said, this is the experience of a lifetime. And he had, he said, thank you so much, coach. And that's the kind of kids that we have in our club. And, you know, I told them that um, every five-year-old at Phoenix Rising Youth Club now can aspire to play for our, our pro organization because it's possible. Um, you never know when and you never know how, but hopefully these guys understand now what it takes to be a pro.
1: You know what? I mean, I I just honestly love the reaction that those kids have gotten from social media and the love that they've been shown from the rising fans because, you know, all, all of those kids, there were eight of them in total that made the trip, seven that saw the field. The only one that didn't was poor old backup goalkeeper who. I guess that's that's the curse of being the backup goalkeeper isn't it. You don't, I don't, think you don't really see the field
0: 2 minutes off, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it it's great to see the the support they've been given because when they went out there they again they should never have been put in the position that they were put in and it, it it's great that we can sit here and celebrate the fact that they were there they went when they were called on they showed up but again they shouldn't have been put in that position. But I will say to Michael's comment in there yes Blaze Hardy every time i've been saying this for
0: months now haven't i no we said that during preseason you know he, he got to yeah. see, see the field a little bit i was impressed uh you know uh, deadwin when he was here he also you know expressed uh his his uh enjoyment of watching blaze take the field so definitely good to see him out there
1: and you know I, i'm gonna go to pat's comment here and i'm not gonna say what he's saying but i will kind of go on a uh a slight thing down that route, which is that just seeing some of the comments that have come out after that game and, and even on the night, you know, when, when New Mexico, the final whistle goes and they tweet the word Slade, that you've just beaten a team that by yeah. the end of the match was seven sure, teenagers. So. Yeah. Like, I, I, how do you... I I mean, I take this seriously. I mean, this is where we can get into the whole, well, New Mexico won it because they wanted one of the three points, but how do you really look at that game and celebrate
0: achievements? How, yeah, how do you... Yeah. Seriously. No, you, you look
1: at that Yeah, you beat kids like what What?
0: yeah i know and, and the answer the the head coach gave to you after the game and if you were with us during that live post game show i just kind of like i'm like are you serious man he's like you you asked about you know the fact that if it, it took the shine off the victory having to play uh, against the phoenix rising squad that's not up to full strength and he said you know what well we w- dealt with it in 2020 that's completely different than what happened that night and so it's it just sounded arrogant and honestly that He shouldn't have said that, in my opinion. So, yeah, you know, it's not not good at all. But I mean, it is what it is. We're over it. I wasn't a big fan of uh, the USL Twitter account constantly posting all the goals. Uh, It just wasn't good. It It didn't look good at all. So,
1: I mean, yeah, it's just what it's shown. Uh, And based on comments that Bobby made to Bobby Dooley, of course, the rising general manager made on a a different podcast yesterday, Mm. the suggestion would be that they've they've kind of taken this and said to the league, don't you make anyone do this again? Yeah. Um, Now, of course, if it happened in New Mexico, you could almost feel (laughs) like it's some kind of karma in there. But I mean, you don't want to wish illness on anybody. So you can't really go down that route. Um, But yeah, hopefully we do not ever see something that was just that absurd happening again.
0: Yeah, not not at all. Uh, it's, it's not a good look for the league. And of course, it doesn't help the players and the organization. So, uh, all right, Owen, no more talk of New Mexico. We're going to transition to the game that's happening this weekend. So just to give a little bit of context, so Phoenix Rising right now, they have Played eleven times this season. They're six five and 6 wins, five losses, no ties. They're currently fourth in the Western Conference. So even though they have that loss last Tuesday, they're still in pretty good standing as far as the playoffs are concerned. And they sit in the middle of the pack of the playoff picture with eighteen points. Now, uh, if we're going to talk about Hartford for a little bit, uh, you know, they have two back to back to back victories after stand, uh, starting the year kind of slowly. Right now, they stand at two wins, six losses and one tie, seven points, 10th place in the Eastern Conference. And we're able to take a look at their last five matchups. They've really turned it up of late. Uh, you know, you see there in the middle of April, April 16th, they lost to Miami, uh, lost at home versus Detroit. Uh, also a loss against Indy 11. And then once May came around, that's when they really turned it on. So they were able to beat Loudon United and the Baby Bulls in their last game. Now, Owen, Loudon in New York, when you look at them, you probably aren't, aren't saying, whoa, you got to watch out for, for Hartford Athletic. But two victories back-to-back is is a sign of that things are changing within this team. So uh, what, what, is, what what is your opinion about Hartford Athletic?
1: You know what? I'm going to say a name that's going to really wind some people up when Uh I bring up his name. It's Corey Herzog, I think, is a big part of that. Now, I know that Rising fans do not like Corey Herzog. Funnily enough, you know, given that the guy effectively went on San Diego loyal social media last year and said he really hates Phoenix Rising. Um, (laughs) And he's quite a a cocky player at times on the field. He's quite a, you know, confrontational guy on the field but the addition of him has been big over these last few games and you know he's played three games he's created five chances over that it just adds something more to that attack that was kind of lacking really before um you know he's picked up an assist over that time he's picked up a goal over that time so i think that cory Herzog just as the experienced usl striker that he is and to be honest i was i was shocked when you know we saw in the open cup when he suddenly appeared for Des Moines menace it's like oh great he's he's playing for an amateur team in in league two um I, I didn't expect that and, and the fact that he signed for Hartford now, it feels almost like he's he's back in the league that realistically he belongs in because he he has, you know, got a track record of scoring goals over the years
0: in this league. There's also another name that Phoenix Rising fans might be familiar with, with Prince Sadie also being part of Hartford Athletic. So uh, hasn't had too bad of a season so far, Owen. Uh, You know, I I, I felt at times that he underperformed while at Rising. So uh, what what are your opinions of him?
1: I think that, you know, he... he he's not had too bad a season. He's not had too great a season. You know, he's not, he's yet to score and his, his performance in front of goal hasn't been that good. You know, over the the games that he's played, he's taken seven shots and only two of them are on target. As I said, he hasn't scored a goal. That said, he does lead this team with three assists. Mm -hmm. So I think it's more a sign of someone who realistically, let's be real. He's playing on a bad team. Hartford is not a a particularly great team. Um, And so, when you look at it that way, he's doing a lot better than he did here in Phoenix. He's getting the minutes. And, you know, I'm sure that he'll... If he keeps up the rate that he's getting assists at at the moment, you know, he's going to end with a reasonable total. So I think that, yeah, it's it's not been a, a phenomenal year for him. But again, he's not on the best of teams is he really
0: yeah yeah of course yeah historically hartford has never been you know one of the best teams that in the usl let alone let alone the eastern conference so um so yeah definitely something assigned to come uh you know with with prince sadie another name uh that recently got called up to their national team Ashkanov Apollon uh he got called up and i know you had some notes on him but i'm not sure if we're going to be seeing him on saturday no it won't be um he's he's quite versatile
1: um well, we might be seeing him, actually. I'd need to double check when Haiti are playing. But um, he's quite a versatile player. He played on the wing. Uh, he's been in the left-back spot quite a bit as well for them this season. He's quite a, a physical player. He's good at winning the ball. And so that's something that I think taking him out, you know, you're not looking at the guy who's winning as many jewels as as Ashkenov is so I think that that's if he is missing for this game that's it's a good thing for rising it hopefully we can say defense a little bit up a little bit more uh, space and, and room to maneuver for those guys out wide and, and mm. hopefully you know see them actually switch on a little bit more this game than perhaps we've seen in in previous
0: games yeah we might see him he got called up to the Congo Nations League which uh, Haiti has their first game on June 4th so Possibility. You know, pretty good possibility they six run, at least for this game, and then takes off after that. All right. So uh, I saw a question here by uh Scott. So hate this um, let's see here. How many players have been released from COVID isolation? So I think that's the question on everybody's mind when it comes to Per food.
1: my per my understanding, mm-hmm. except for the one player who tested positive on Tuesday, everyone. Ooh. So yeah, the team is is looking in much better shape in terms of the number of players that are available now. You've got some guys who have, you know, not been playing with the team that appear to have traveled as well, guys like James Musa, guys like Kev Lambert, and for anyone who was worried about what was happening with Lambert in London, it was <laughs> I, I can say from from what I've been told it was a personal thing, it's nothing to be concerned about. Um it, it's it's not something that impacts him and is Long term future with the club or anything like that. Um, but yes, Kev Lambert does appear to be back. Um, I think that in that sense, it's going to be going to be an interesting one because we're going to see some of these players who maybe haven't played for a few weeks. How are they going to get eased back in? Especially given that they've had five days off for some mm-hmm. of them because of their COVID isolation. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting one because here yeah, there's just so many things <laughs> that we we may be looking at a team that is close to. A first choice rising team, yeah. even though it isn't going to be quite a first choice rising team.
0: Yeah. Um. As far as going back to the the Lambert situation, the it was kind of I don't want to say off putting, but it was just kind of like what's going on here because we just see a random uh, picture on a social media of him <laughs> in England, and you're like, okay, is this a throwback Thursday or Tuesday or what's going on here? And then you just see more pictures. So I'm glad that he, you know he's staying with Rising first of all, yeah. and that he's going to be available. So definitely a, a good sign there. Um, I did see James Musa on one of the pictures on social media of them, uh, you know, uh, before they got onto the bus. So is he, you know, close to 100 percent? You see some minutes coming his way uh, against Hartford or is he still kind of a little bit on the mend?
1: Oh, well, I think it's hard to describe anyone who hasn't played for a few weeks as close to 100 percent necessarily. But is he ready for a run out? I'd imagine that based on what we're seeing there. Yes. Bearing in mind that rising doesn't take typically spare players. Mm. Uh, or even if they do, they take one or two max when there's real doubts about them. But, but it's a rare one that you see spare players going, because especially for a trip like Hartford, it's yeah. expensive to ship people over there um, for Quite. a team that's in USL. <laughs> yeah, flights ain't cheap. Um, I mean, they they had to fly Thursday morning today, this morning, mm. because um, if they'd have looked at flying later, I know recently with all the discussion over... over um, yeah. What happened on Tuesday and they were to talk about if that had been on Wednesday, then they'd have missed their flights today. And on the yeah. short notice, you just can't rearrange that for a squad, you know, uh, especially when you're flying into Hartford, which is primarily like little tiny airplanes that you're gonna, yeah. you know, you're trying to suddenly take up about a third of the plane. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's. I'm just intrigued because I don't know tactically how Rising are going to approach this one, and because partly we don't really know what the personnel and the shape that they're in is like. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of question marks.
0: Yeah, no. You said you mentioned on Tuesday that uh, Rick Shant was going to fly, you know, first thing in the morning on Wednesday to get back to Phoenix to be able to run practice with the players Mm -hmm. uh, that were isolating. So I'm sure he was concerned about this game and their fitness level. And if you know the, the the squad is close to the first choice team. Uh, You know, I think that's really good news for Rising, um, but we'll see. We'll see how the players perform, especially after, you know, being uh, away for for such a long time. So we'll see. We'll definitely see that.
1: You know what? One thing I will add on this, and when we were talking about the Hartford players earlier, I forgot to mention this guy, but he's someone who I I would like to draw a little bit of attention to, especially given that we've seen Rising struggles with crossing so far Mm -hmm. this season. And that's one of the centre-backs, and it's Tom Brewitt. Does that name sound familiar at all? Well probably should if you were following rising that closely last year, because he was playing with Mm. Tacoma defiance. Mm. Uh, He's a big aerial presence. Yeah. He can be a little bit safety first at time. He leads that team in clearances. But again, when it comes down to winning aerial jewels, he is pretty high up the list. And I think that that kind of a presence at the back is, is big for them, especially given that rising haven't really had the most success with crossing into the area. And I think that if he can, you know, ultimately help them lock down that aerial game at the back then
0: could cause some problems for rising in terms of getting their attack going definitely for sure uh before we wrap up this uh this segment owen i do want to ask a question and everybody else on the chat and this is just something that i'm kind of that i've been feeling personally so i don't know if everybody's kind of feeling the same way but after what happened and uh this isn't really tied to hartford but after what happened this week Uh, with with New Mexico and the league and stuff like that, do you feel like the organization as as a whole and the players kind of feel like an underdog now? Like, you know, thinking about the rest of the season, just the way that, you know, things happen and the the way that the team has been treated, do you think the players are, I don't know, like if it was me, I would have been, this situation would put a chip on my shoulder and and I would try to, you know, bring that out on the field and, and especially the way the season has been going. So, do you feel that at all? You know, maybe like maybe some comments from someone in the organization or anybody that you've heard.
1: I think that, you know, I, I wouldn't go so far as to use the term underdog. I think that that's a little bit Alabama going into the college football playoff. No, no, you're not. No, like you you just can't make that claim if you are certain teams, okay, okay. you know, it's from Phoenix Rising's perspective. This is a team that's had so much success over the years that that going into a game and describing yourselves as underdogs would be weird. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of maybe a handful of games,
0: gotcha. but I
1: do think that there was definitely some frustration that I saw from the players. Now, I here's the, the problem with that is that I know there was frustration on Tuesday night and a lot of frustration, just the some of the anger from those players going off the field, you could you could tell. Uh mm-hmm. it, was, it was boiling over a little <laughs> bit. Um, and but but there's the question now is is that who's that frustration with? Because if that's just against New Mexico, then that's not necessarily something that gives you any real momentum going into this next game. Not to mention, you don't quite know the opinions of the people back home. Now, mm-hmm. of course, some of them haven't been the quietest on Twitter or, you know, liking certain tweets. It's uh, <laughs> definitely expressed certain opinions about the whole situation. But yeah, you don't know quite how they've taken it. And I think that the feeling at the moment probably is more that you've got some boys who are injured you've got others who ultimately had to isolate for a few days and they're kind of more rare and ready to go than necessarily just anger at the league or any of that kind of stuff
0: yeah for sure for sure and i do agree agree with thomas here he says uh no not underdogs definitely gives them some extra job for a successful season And i think you know i think we'll see that moving forward for sure all
1: you know right what i will say. I will say this one though, if rising meets New Mexico in the playoffs, which is not an impossible situation. <laughs> okay, it's not an impossible situation. Then I think there's gonna be an overwhelming desire, more so than against any other team, to yeah. absolutely pummel them. Yeah. Um, you know, no no relenting, no willingness to take the foot off the gas at all at any point there'll be a desire to do to them what they did to Rising's Academy kids. Now, that's yeah. hard. That's very hard. There's a reason that New Mexico did it to kids, mm-hmm. right? It's it's hard, but I I do feel like if these teams meet down the road, yeah, that kind yeah. of motivation is going to be on the mind. And I'll be intrigued to see how that game would go down.
0: Yeah, no, definitely for sure. And I think it adds an extra layer to this I don't want to call it a rivalry because i saw a lot of people on twitter saying it's not a rivalry but uh, an extra layer to the story between new mexico and phoenix rising i'll leave it at that so
1: yeah and there's a supporters group as well from new mexico that are on there i believe tagging phoenix rising in in tweets trying to argue yeah. like do you really take this from bandidos it's it's a bizarre one because yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be honest bandidos have existed longer than new mexico's club
0: has existed so yeah for sure yeah for sure. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's take a quick break, Owen, uh, and talk about OG's brand. So if you guys haven't yet, make sure to stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch-made THC gummies from our friends at OG's. They have great flavors like blackberries and cream and watermelon. I'm partial to the pineapple. That's the one I'm really uh, into. And it's perfect if you're in the mood for an uplifting sativa or a chill indica. So whatever you're in the mood for. They got them both. And if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, you can go to OGsBrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z Brands.com to find an OG's near you. All right, all right. Uh, Owen, uh, you know, moving forward uh, with the show, there were some big uh, results yesterday in the U.S. Open Cup, Uh, one of them being Union Omaha, being basically the Cinderella of this tournament. Um, as well as Sacramento Republic getting a a victory in their home ground against uh, San Jose. So, uh, you know, tell me your opinions and everybody in the chat, feel free to chime in as well. Um, How did you feel about seeing, you know, Union Omaha get so far and also Sacramento Republic um, being able to move forward?
1: Well, big shout out to Mr. Claudio in the back for uh, Union Omaha who played in that game. Yes, again, we mentioned him every so often, but he was here on trial. So uh you know I think that that's definitely something that's that's interesting to to see that he's moving on to now the the quarterfinals so you would see like from from Greg and yeah yeah you because know, he obviously played in Omaha last year and I think that what it's kind of actually really to me pointing out is that you know Omaha has a good, has a good coach right and he's a young coach mm-hmm. as well in, uh, I'm blanking on name, Jay Mims. Jay Mims, right? He's Mm -hmm. in his 30s. He's a young coach. And yet, you look at a guy who's leading this team to league finals, who's going away to MLS teams. It's more than one now he's gone away to and managed to pick up a result, right? I think that if you're looking at someone like him and not saying that you've got a potentially big up-and-coming coach, I think you're kind of deluding yourself a bit because he's... Mm -hmm. He's getting the results on the field in multiple competitions. Uh, I think that Sacramento, it isn't necessarily a huge surprise, right? They had the home field advantage. They were playing mm. against um, San Jose, who are far from one of MLS's best teams, and they didn't put their their top team out there. Um, yeah. So not necessarily a huge one. But then again, also, I suppose you could argue that with Minnesota United when they put a uh, former Phoenix Rising backup goalkeeper in Eric Dick on the field, which... Uh,
0: he made his debut for them. <laughs> we saw how that went. Yeah, no, I was really happy for Union Omaha. It's, it's you know, given what might happen at the end of the season with some of the teams from USL leaving, I would you be surprised if they're kind of giving the call and said, hey, you know, you want to come up here to to the championship?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm not so sure that that it, it takes time um, for mm. clubs to kind of, you know it's not necessarily about just sporting side of things but business side of things as well right Mm -hmm. uh these clubs need to you know they they can be the travel admittedly is tough if you're in omaha no matter who you're playing because you're trying to get from omaha
0: to wherever it's don't they play the majority of their early season away because of the weather and they wait until maybe summer to have a lot of their games so yeah that might definitely be a factor as well
1: it's yeah. There's there's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, it and, and again they play in a baseball stadium, so yeah. we know how we feel about those baseball <laughs> stadiums. But um, I I don't know. It's I still think that they're a team that do a good job of really identifying talent and and getting mm-hmm. the best out of them for for their level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, you know, speaking of other teams, I did hear some rumblings about Milwaukee, maybe wanting a USL team. And so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Well,
1: We know there's Iowa look to be on the way in. Oh, I know. Surely. About <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're actually the furthest along in the process. They, there's no, all talk about the menace appear to be
0: or, you know, some future incarnation of the menace are going to be going to be up here. Gotcha. And then Scott here uh, says Unit Omaha did an interview not long ago saying the goal was the USL championship. It's a stadium question. I think that's a lot of the teams, right? Just uh, making yeah. to making sure capacity in the But it's right.
1: it's yeah, it's it's the stadium stuff is you know, it's difficult for some of these teams and they kinda you look at what happened in uh in New Mexico this past week, and yeah. and that tells you something about what happens when you're playing in a baseball
0: stadium, and unfortunately mm-hmm. what that can do to you as a team. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, speaking of Sacramento, you know, it's it's tough. It was tough for me to see them win because I felt like rising should have been there. Uh, you know, it's it's I'm still really upset about that US Open Cup game. But you know, Sacramento played well. They beat San Jose. They're moving on forward. They're gonna be visiting LA Galaxy now and Carson for the next round. But every the more I see them move forward. Yeah. The more it makes me question like why couldn't rising be there? And so
1: Yeah, but but think about what happened
0: this past week.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh and think about and I've looked I looked for the handbook because I was asked this. I, I went and had a look for the handbook, and I can't quite discern what would have happened
0: mm-hmm. if
1: the exact same circumstances happened to rising as happened on Friday last week, ahead of an open cup game this week. And I can't quite tell. Um I worry that what the the team that rising put out and lost seven nil in New Mexico would have lost by possibly a much larger scoreline even to mm-hmm. San jose it, to jet's comment it might have been a forfeit the handbook the finalist handbook is really quite loose on on this there's no actual mention of covid that I could find yeah um so it's complicated I don't know
0: um. Mm-hmm. is is ultimately the thing there so um, if we pretended that the COVID situation wouldn't have happened i it, i think it would have been amazing uh to to be able to compete with mls teams and and just put your best out there and see what happens you know and you know what, once you get to these stages of the u.s open cup i feel like the you get more coverage especially uh facing off against an la galaxy you know we, we see the guys from espn they do the uh, the live stream you know them watching all the games and the, the entirety of the match is just on la galaxy so i think it, it would give more coverage to rising but put the name out there a little bit more would have helped the brand a bit so that's what i'm thinking about so yeah.
1: and the other thing i suppose that we could bear in mind is that if regardless of what would have been the rules over if um rising had, had had the same covid problems while in the open cup is that at the very least it would have meant that tuesday wouldn't have happened
0: yeah we don't have that yeah. <laughs> not through that yeah, for, for sure. Um, all right so yeah great great uh u.s open Cup matches down to the final eight uh, quarterfinals are scheduled to take place on june 21st and june 22nd uh the other matchups uh is a battle for new york new york Red Bulls against new york city FC will be the other one and then orlando city against Nashville uh and Nashville uh, was able to uh, beat louisville city so uh in their stadium so that was a well, not a surprise i felt Nashville you know they, they brought a lot of their their young guys too so uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's talk about uh, the USL Championship, Owen, and looking ahead to this week. Um, have you heard anything on the situation with uh, Colorado and and if they're ready to, to get back on the field?
1: I have not. So at this point, my presumption will be yes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but of course, there are games tomorrow as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, on Friday. There are uh, games can... because... Yeah, go ahead.
1: I was going to say there are games because I'm off to scout one of them. Uh, ooh, with an upcoming ooh. opponent coming soon. Yeah, I'm going to be there as the uh, Baby Bulls take on Birmingham Legion. Of course, Legion nice, nice. facing Rising, uh, not this weekend. Obviously, it's Hartford the following weekend mm-hmm. in Phoenix. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be there and uh, having a look at what we should perhaps expect from, from Legion.
0: Nice, nice. And then uh the other games over there, we have Atlanta United 2 hosting Orange County. Uh a game that I w- I'm kind of interested in is uh Las Vegas against El Paso. Their last meeting was uh was something, so I'm looking forward to see how they, they perform uh this time in Las Vegas. So we'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: How you how are you feeling? Who who are you taking there? Who are you taking?
0: Come on. Uh on that game in particular or all three?
1: Oh, on that last game. The other uh, games uh, are,
0: yeah. I like El Paso i feel you like, like el paso yeah i think they've been playing really well so i will take well, them as we over.
1: get ready to segue on to our next ad read i will point out that el paso are a plus 110 on
0: that game there you go there you go take it from me uh just taking a quick look to the matches on saturday louisville will be hosting tulsa in the 11 against new mexico we might see the first start for solomon asante at indy so we'll see he got he got a few minutes last time around uh so we'll see how he's doing uh Loudon will be holding uh hosting charleston uh, on the Western Conference side, RGV Toros will be hosting San Antonio, Oakland Roots uh, hosting Sacramento, and then LA Galaxy. Uh, the Mercurial LA Galaxy 2 will be hosting San Diego Loyal. So uh, a lot of good games coming up this weekend.
1: Yeah, there are. I think that, again, I think the, the most exciting one in my mind is looking at that one tomorrow. I think that that's mm-hmm. not the one that I'm going to, unfortunately. I'd have I'd have preferred it if that was the <laughs> exciting game, but apparently that's... Not a possibility, but I really do think that when you're looking at Vegas against El Paso, that's interesting. I think that even just looking at the others right now, I mean, Miami-Pittsburgh could be a good game. Um okay. I mean, Oakland are starting to to find it a little bit, aren't they? Which is also interesting. also has a little bit. When they're at home against Sacramento, and, and there will be traveling fans for that, you know that. They'll drive mm-hmm. down from Sacramento down to Oakland for that one. Um But... Yeah, I mean, lots of, lots of action. And the best part about it is that if you're a Rising fan, sitting at home watching the games this weekend, Rising kicking off at four, hopefully done on time. There are, We didn't mention this earlier, but there are potential thunderstorm issues on the cards for Saturday. We'll have to wait and see how that goes. But if that game finishes on time, you're wrapped up in time to go and watch some Western Conference games. Mm-hmm. Whereas normally it's you know rising playing in the night you don't get to watch any of the west the only games you get to watch are the ones out east that you don't really care about so yeah. <laughs> it's exciting now that you'll actually get the chance to you know as soon as rising are done and you've watched of course you've watched a, a live post game show
0: from that game that you'll be able to go on there and watch some some eastern and Western conference matches that's the other ones exactly exactly All right, Owen, let's uh, talk about DraftKings since you already mentioned them. Uh, If you guys have not you guys need to sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook today. Uh, They're an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And this week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Uh, DraftKings has same game parlays, and you guys can bet on multiple legs with that. And you're able to get a lot more money if you do. And right now, all customers can place a same game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet uh, bet back up to twenty five dollars if one leg doesn't hit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet five dollars on any team to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You do have to be 21 and over to gamble. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Woo. Okay.
1: You know what I'm enjoying? And I, I'm sure we're about to actually talk about the Champions League and talk about yeah. We can even talk about the betting on that as well because there's going to be a... I'll get, let me get the odds up here. But while you I'm getting the up? odds up, while <laughs> I'm getting the odds up
0: for that, which, uh, are they up here? Do they have not posted or still we got to wait a day until the uh,
1: uh, end? I don't know. It's what I'm trying to work out if they're up yet. Um, but while I'm looking at that, I just want to point out big shout out. Yeah, they do appear to be up here. Yeah, they're up here. Um, I, I want to give a shout out here to the fact we've got two Michael Vanderplasses in the comments.
0: Is it two of them? I thought it was the same one, just going.
1: Oh like... god, no, no! Look, there's different <laughs> pictures. They're different. Pieces. Oh, that's right,
0: that's right. Look at that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> big shout out to the fact we got two of them. Um, yeah, This stay is crazy as usual, guys. Thanks. It's
0: always fun. Always fun. Yeah. Always
1: fun. Always fun. <laughs> okay. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give them. Give me the odds. <laughs> so, who are you taking first, and I'll give you the odds. So on
0: Saturday. It's a rematch of uh, a few years ago where Liverpool against Real Madrid. Real Madrid won that one. Amazing game. Uh, I'm going to go with Los Blancos again, Los Galacticos, one more time. Taking it home. In 90 minutes or longer? Uh, I think they're going to go 90 minutes. I think they'll be able to get They're in 90 plus Mm -hmm. 245. Mm -hmm. Oh, what's Liverpool? Uh,
1: Plus 110. So Liverpool are the favorites going into this one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll see. I'm. I'm expecting Liverpool to to attack constantly and kind of and Real Madrid to kind of just set back, wait for that counter again. Uh, same same thing they did against Man City and Chelsea. So I think they'll be able to get it done. Yeah, Benz, Benzema's on fire, like uh, two of the Michaels say. <laughs> how many How many goals do you think we're gonna see? Uh, I expect. I will take the over three.
1: You going with over three goals? Yeah. So we're gonna have four or more goals.
0: Or give me over two, then. yeah.
1: You go over two, then okay. Let's. I'm just put, piecing these together, and we'll <laughs> work I these out. So, you think Real Madrid are going to win? Yes, sir. You think there's going to be more than two goals in mm-hmm. this game? Give me an anytime
0: goal scorer. Uh, I want. I really want to take Salah, but I don't know if he's gonna. Yeah, I'll give give me Salah. I'll take him.
1: You're gonna take my Salah. Yeah, revenge Okay. Mm-hmm. So there we go. If anyone's uh, daft enough to take us on our uh, same game <laughs> parlay with, not
0: daft. These are guarantees. Things. Put your money on this.
1: Yeah. Although the the apparently the over t- over two goals doesn't add anything. So um, that's irrelevant. Oh, yeah. But if you think that Salah will score but Real Madrid will win, that's plus eight fifty. There
0: you go. Make some money. There we go. We're so gonna take
1: the uh go take the Ramon same game parlay. And if he wins you money, just remember
0: to kick us back some in the uh, super chats, please. There you go, there you go. Of course, of course. Uh we will to some... take those
1: on Saturday night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, send them over, send them over. Uh Owen, what, what are you feeling? Oh, that's a great question.
1: I'm gonna stick with the Real Madrid win. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go in Mo Salah though for a goal scorer. I'm going to go with... I'm going to say Benzema.
0: Okay. No, I do that. Okay.
1: And I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I'd go with in here.
0: I just have the feeling that Liverpool will either slaughter uh, Real Madrid or Real Madrid is going to win a a really close one. I think those are the only two two results that I can see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Look, it's... I can see it being a high-scoring game just in general, um, mm. and and the way that Real Madrid came back in this semi-final, really. uh out. Yeah, you know, I mean, to Bobby's point here, I do hope that both teams lose, but unfortunately, <laughs> that's not possible. So, right, Bobby, I feel like I'm going to go against the Scousers in this one just because
0: they're the Scousers. Sorry, sorry to Danny there, but um, <laughs> yeah. Nah. Yeah, def- definitely a great day on Saturday. You know, I mean, you could watch, you could wake up, you know, have some good breakfast, uh, you know, get ready for the Champions League final, and then after that, you just hop right over to watch uh, Rising play. So, it's a lot of stuff going on on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, you know, shout out to all my Mexican fans uh, here on the show, uh, Mexico fans. I mean, uh, Mexico will be facing Nigeria in Dallas and Fort, Fort Worth um, on uh, on Saturday as well. Uh, here's the thing about them playing in Dallas is that every time they play there, someone gets really injured. So hopefully no injuries. I don't care about the result. Just everybody, everybody get you know through the game. Come over to Phoenix on Thursday, which is uh, you know I'll be over there. Um, and so everybody's safe, and I'm able to you know take some pictures or something while I'm over there.
1: <laughs> you know what? To uh, to Jet's point here, which is that gareth bale to score he's joking about that but you know what i'll take it i will take it let's get a gareth bale goal let's get his confidence up let's get him. i don't care i wanted to eh, give him 10 minutes off a bench come on let him get a goal then get his confidence up ready for that world cup playoff and then let it be that he's after his final club goal at real madrid which is it going to be in the champions league final he goes off and who does he sign for Cardiff at the moment, the bookies seem to think what we're we thinking. I don't know. The bookies seem home? to think it's Cardiff. I don't know. We'll see. Back home, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, so especially if Wales qualify for the World Cup, that's the talk.
0: Yeah, I, I would, I would think so as well. Yeah, that's it's that's nice. what I'm
1: saying. You know, it keeps yeah. him fit, ready for the World Cup, but yeah,
0: it's yeah, we'll see. we we'll will take
1: again. it. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And then you know, speaking of that, Owen, uh, next week, that's uh. Who who do we have? Ukraine against Scotland?
1: Ukraine against Scotland on, I think, the Wednesday. And then Mm -hmm. the winner of that game will play Wales on Saturday
0: for a spot in the World Sunday, sorry.
1: Sunday morning for a spot in the World Cup.
0: Oh, man. It's getting down to to the wire with these games. So we'll see. We'll see. what Scotland, is there a preference that you have? Ukraine? Or, uh, of course, you know, with with their stuff going on. Anyone who'll
1: lose. Anyone who'll (laughs) lose. That's my preference. anyone who will lose to wales on the sunday i don't care (laughs) i'm praying for red cards red cards everywhere and lots of suspensions
0: (laughs) a fun game is this what you're trying to say uh yeah uh just before we wrap up here liga mx also will be determining their champion on sunday they play the first leg today and then on sunday you'll see the other one so lots of lots of soccer this is what summer is all about it's gonna be weird because this is a a world cup year but there won't be a world cup during the summer so they gotta but there's still plenty of uh, football and soccer for everybody to go around. So uh, now, yeah. how
1: are we supposed to how are we supposed to justify like day drinking over the summer every day now? You know, yeah. there's no World Cup. We're, that's normally the excuse, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For sure. We'll see. We, I think we can still watch golf and have some early baseball games, you know, wouldn't it hurt. <laughs> so if
1: I wanted to sleep. I don't
0: need to watch golf like I can just sleep. It's- oh my god i was telling uh, shane and uh, shane's been helping us out today on the producer side that i liked one one golf video on tiktok and i just get all these like <laughs> how to play golf and how to not to slice your swing <laughs> how-to videos so yeah definitely definitely something new all right yo uh oh and any uh, last thoughts anything else you want to talk about
1: uh no honestly i'd like to get out of here and start finishing up packing my stuff up because i've got to head to that airport tonight
0: um- Long trip, long trip. All right. Long shot. Uh, well shout out to everybody in the chat. Thank you for being entertaining as always. We appreciate you tuning in every Tuesdays and Thursdays. And, of course, after the uh, the games, uh, either Saturday or Sunday, or whenever they play. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Jack, Christian. Hey, Christian, if we don't talk to you, happy birthday on Saturday. Hopefully Liverpool uh, lose and Real Madrid gets the result. Emilio, Thomas, thank you for joining us. And how, however many Michaels are in the chat. Shout out to all of you guys as well. Um, if you guys haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Always appreciate that. Get, get the numbers high up there. And also the Twitter account for PHNX Rising, uh, the show uh, at PHNX underscore underscore rising. Can we say it now? Are we still saying it? Yeah,
1: up? double the underscores, double the fun. And, you know, if you guys yeah. keep pushing it up, we need to keep pushing it up. Uh we might have to find ourselves another giveaway at some point in the uh,
0: I'm giving I'm gonna give something out once we get to seven fifty and then once we get to a thousand, we'll do another one. That's, Remember, that's nobody wants anything that you've got. I'm sorry. It's, it's gonna be something fun, <laughs> I think. I don't know, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, get us up there. I'll make sure you guys get something for for helping us out. Uh we will be back on Saturday. Uh hopefully uh right after the game and hopefully there's no sh- thund- thunder uh showers and all that stuff that's you know uh on the weather forecast so we'll see what happens but make sure to join us after the game uh for our live post game show and then after that we'll be back on tuesday so uh owen thank you so much for for joining today uh safe travels as always hopefully you get there and uh you know have fun uh in new, in new jersey is that where the red bulls play they do play in New Jersey, but I'm not staying in New Jersey. I'm okay, staying yeah, in New Europe, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Well, um, I'll talk to you on Saturday. Until then, thank you so much for joining us. We will be getting out of here and have a great night.